We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We appreciate Major's flexibility. I am off the next three days. Major, kind enough to join us a day early. Major is with us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hello, sir. Let's do two segments. Let's do one serious, and let's talk uh, Christmas, holidays, etc. cetera, uh, sure. in segment number two. Uh, put okay. in historical perspective and present context, Zelensky's speech to Congress and also the number of uh, far-right folks who are so bothered by it will not even stand and applaud Zelensky as he is holding off an evil, maniacal dictator who is a threat to this country every single day, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, so I'm going to spend a lot more time answering the part about Zelensky than I am the fringe isolationist uh, knuckle-draggers who wanted to troll him. Because Zelensky who is an actor, came to be known in Ukraine long before he became president as a central character in a comedy about acting as the president of Ukraine, Right, has become the most important leader in Europe of the year 2022. He is a force to be reckoned with in unexpected ways, completely unexpected ways. Margaret Brennan and I were talking about this when I was anchoring our special report coverage yesterday. When Russia invaded Ukraine late in February of this year, there were genuine concerns in the Biden administration. They were shared by 10 Downing in Britain. They were shared in Elise Palace, uh, Elysee Palace in Paris and in Berlin that the the Ukrainian government might not last three days. And Zelensky, within those three days, would either be killed or imprisoned. And Kiev would fall and Ukraine would be run overrun. He was in Washington yesterday on the 300th day of the Russian invasion. Not only alive, not only not fearing being jailed, but overseeing a capital city that is functional. It is not normal, but it is functional. A government that is not normal but is functional, a military that is much more than scrappy. It is now scrappy and successful in certain places under certain conditions. He has been adaptable. He has been courageous. He has been ingenious in many ways. And he has been someone 
who understands what this moment is about. What is it about? He said it yesterday. Sovereignty, international law, freedom, and the ability to judge or decide for yourself how you want to live. All of those things matter to Ukrainians, obviously. They are also bedrock values of Americans. And the right-wing trolls who somehow want to suggest those aren't or he's not a representative of living out those values not only don't know nothing, but they're extravagant in their know-nothingness, which is something they're going to have to live with. Yes. And I'm not going to say any more about. In what has been agreed to today, the Senate has agreed to a $1.7 trillion spending bill. Mm -hmm. Uh, Significant money for Ukraine. After this, Mm -hmm. we will be well over $100 billion to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And everything you said is factually accurate about how fast so many people thought this war would go, that Russia would not face really any significant resistance. And this was just another check mark on Vladimir Putin trying to, so to speak, put the band back together and continue his quest for his historical relevance and trying to claim the old Soviet Union back. That is not happening. Mm-hmm. You pointed that out brilliantly. $100 billion. When we have this conversation, one year from now, as we're ending 2023, do you think the figure will be about $200 billion? I think it'll be close to $150 billion for sure. It might be $200 billion, And I think it's worth every penny of it for this reason. This battle in Ukraine is not just about Ukraine. It's about the territorial ambitions of autocrats in other places. And if you don't think the Chinese government has paid very close attention to what's happened in Ukraine, you're kidding yourself. And defending Taiwan is an American national security interest. It will be difficult, costly, could be bloody. We want to discourage at every level, diplomatic and strategic, the Chinese from invading or attacking Taiwan. Success in Ukraine doesn't guarantee it, but it helps it immeasurably. And it also does something the president said yesterday. It makes plain that NATO is a real thing. And I attended many NATO conferences in the post-Cold War, end of the Cold War era, when there was a sort of existential discussion held in public. What is NATO's mission? Yes, it has a post-9-11 relevance, but is that all it's about? Helping the United States track down non-nation-state terrorists? No, that can't be it. Well, now NATO knows exactly what it's about. If there is some force within Europe, in this case it's Russia, it will stand against it and will rally to that cause. That re-energizing of NATO is supremely important and the European Union, and its relationship to the United States. All those things, A, Putin didn't think would happen and have happened. They're part of the investment. And as Zelensky said last night, speaking, I think, directly to Republican lawmakers, this is not charity. And if you want to run an account through our books, come over. Because I'm telling you, every weapon you send, we use. And I'll show you how we're using it. And every dollar you send to Help us re-put our pipes back together or our electrical grid. I'll show you how we're using it. 
this is not money that's sort of going down some rabbit hole. It's a live kinetic conventional war with massive damage being inflicted on civilians and infrastructure. And we're helping them sustain themselves so they can rebuild themselves. To me, it's a no-brainer. President after president has dealt with some version of a border crisis, an immigration Mm -hmm. challenge uh, of late, how to work dreamers in, of late, the need for more migrants and jobs, which cannot be filled, and Joe Biden is right in the middle of it now with the Title mm-hmm. 42 controversy, yep. with the yep. stay, in Mos- uh, stay in Mexico policy, mm-hmm. and numbers that look like they may be enormous along mm-hmm. the border. Over the yep. next three months, let's say, when now you'll have the House running, uh, run by uh, Kevin McCarthy, I still believe he's going to get it, and the Senate run by Schumer and obviously Biden uh, with the presidency. Are we going to see anything substantial, any sort of notable progress, a comprehensive bill, which seemingly every president wants and every Mm -hmm. president misses out on? Yeah, no, not in three months. Not I I, I just don't foresee it. And I have been, Chad, uh, chastened by my optimism about our ability to deal with this issue. I was wrong in 2006 and 2007 when I thought George W. Bush would get it across the finish line. I was wrong in 2013 when I thought President Obama would get it across the finish line. I've talked to people in the business community, labor community, civil rights community, law enforcement. They're all like, we have these underlying issues. And until we address them and reset our rules and recommunicate to the world what our new rules are, this problem as it exists will continue to fester. And the problem is the political attitudes about reaching comprehensive immigration reform have become so toxic because that now sounds to the Trumpian wing of the, right, of the Republican Party as capitulation right off the start. Comprehensive. Yes. No. Exactly. No. You cannot have anything that's – that is a dodge. That's destroying America. Or you can only have border security. That's the only definition. And for a while, President Trump and those who follow him not only were extremely restrictive on illegal immigration, they wanted to very much reduce the numbers of legal immigration. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so all the politics that George W. Bush and Barack Obama were struggling with are much more intensely difficult now. And the divided Congress is not going to come up with anything. There was an effort to put a couple of small measures on immigration in this comprehensive Final spending bill, one point seven uh, trillion. Not there. Not not going to happen. They were taken out at the last minute because the politics of it is just too toxic. And I wish it were different. I I genuinely do. I wish people of goodwill could sort this out and take some political risks, but that is not possible. I don't see that happening for the Biden presidency. And I don't see it until there's a sort of generational difference and a sort of attitudinal difference that I cannot currently foresee, especially on the Republican Party side. Let's take a pause. Come back. We'll talk holidays, Christmas with our friend Major Garrett, who's with us right here on the home of the Wolves, WCCO. 
We are uh, playing Dave Harrigan's favorite Christmas tunes. It's our final show before Christmas. We're off on Friday and then even post-Christmas. We're taking Monday and Tuesday off. That's why Major is with us today. Okay, give me your favorite Christmas tradition as a kid and give me the one that you enjoy most now as a seasoned adult. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we had we had one uh, really important tradition when I was a child growing up in San Diego. We had a not a typical California house. We had a not only did we have a two story house in San Diego, California, but we had a two-story Cape Cod house, okay? Mm. Now, Cape Cod, you know, do, do, the, do, do the Google search on what a Cape Cod house looks like. What's characteristic about a Cape Cod house is it has a pitched roof, and um, there's not a lot of snow that you have to deal with in San Diego that would require no. a house to have yeah. a pitched roof, you know? Well, that's that was the design of the house. So we were on the second floor, my brother, sister, and I. Yeah. And we could not, as children are wont to do, wake up early and just clamber downstairs and look at our presents. We had to stay upstairs. And if we were awake, we had to sit at the top of the staircase and wait. And it didn't matter how long we were waiting. It only mattered when my parents said, you are allowed to come down. So let's just play this out. There were several Christmas mornings. It's 6, 6.15. It's maybe 6 o'clock. I'm awake. I go to my brother's room, my sister's room, and we sit there, and we're twitching and whispering and getting all excited, and we hear mom and dad wake up, and they drag it out. They drag it out. We can hear them <laughs> slowly making the coffee, chatting yeah. with each other, wondering if the kids are awake. And we're like, we're awake, we're awake, we're awake. Oh, I guess they're <laughs> awake. Waiting, yeah. waiting. You know, then they would say, okay, you can come down. And then this would be the somewhat perilous part, probably would not pass any sort of safety inspection now. But this non-carpeted stairs, wood wood, uh, steps, we just come bolting down the stairs. Bolting. All three of us at the same time. And it is a minor miracle that none of us were ever injured. We always made it down the uh, staircase in one piece, burned the corner around that banister, to get to the uh, the Christmas stockings, and so Christmas would begin. But it didn't begin, and it wasn't my mother who said it. Trust me, we did not come down until my father said he was okay to come down. I love that. That was the youngster tradition. I have no problem with that. None. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> come on. I did that, I did I that mean, with my kids. I did that with my kids, yeah. They, and yes. they loved it. They loved it. They yes. loved it because, because it took all the anticipation – and it built it up even more. Yes. You it's like a, a good TV morning, show, a good and book. And there was sort of the next one, the next layer of anticipation. So it was a lot of fun. I may have even said, come on down, and then, wait a second, I changed my mind. You know, but it sounds like you guys were coming down the stairs so fast and so haphazardly that there, there was not a governor. There were no breaks. Yeah. There yeah. was no reverse. So you probably already downstairs no. by that point. They're already downstairs, yeah. Yeah. And, How about as an adult? To, as an adult, so that's I actually think I'll have a better answer for you next year because oh. I have uh 
property in the in the desert of Southern California. My beautiful and brilliant wife Laura is out there now. Um, we just were finished renovating a two bedroom condo uh, in the desert, Borrego Springs. And she's been there outfitting it, getting it ready. And we're going to have our first desert Christmas this year. I'm going to get out there if all travel plans hold, and I certainly hope they do, sometime middle of the day, uh, Christmas Eve day, the 24th. And we'll figure out what our desert Christmases look like because that's, you know, where we're going to be orienting ourselves more often than not in the foreseeable future. So I'll have a better answer for you next year. So I know you've talked about this uh, before. Tell me about this area and why you're drawn to this area. So it's about an hour and 45 minutes north and east of San Diego. There's a little small mountain range just east of San Diego, and Borrego Springs sits in a desert valley just to the east of that mountain range. I'm drawn to it because we camped there as children when I was a child. My parents would get off work on Friday, and we would take our camper and truck out there, and we would hike around in the desert, sleep on the desert floor, and it was just a place we went to on the weekend, kind of a refuge. And I've always been drawn to it for that reason. It's a very small community, about 3,200 people. When it's maxed out in the spring, it can get to about 2,200 in the summer when it's 115 degrees. There are no signal lights in Borrego Springs. There are no chain stores of any kind. Everything is mom and pop. It's a very small, familiar community, but it's off the grid. It's beautiful in its own way. And it's close enough to San Diego that I can get over there for anything I may need or want to do, but it's off the grid and quiet and Man. in its own rustic way, beautiful, and I like it quite a bit. Beautiful. And there's a great golf I course hope. there, too. There's a oh. great, great golf course there. Look it up, Rams Hill, rated as the third best public course in California. It's on the top 100 of Golf Digest and public courses. Really? Oh, I'm more yeah. intrigued now. I got to go. Yeah. Have a Merry Christmas. Travel safe. We'll talk next week. I will. Okay. He is fantastic. He is Major Garrett right here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. Yes, I know I'm late, Dave Harrigan. I know you're not shocked. Uh, Bell Jensen. We talked to Bell uh, a few uh, months ago. She's great as always. Bell is great on the radio. We'll talk and see if this storm is living up to the hype in any way. It is 1257. Are you certain about your insulation? Why not have Andy Lindis and Lindis Construction come out and check it out? CBS and Rusty up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.